Hello everyone in Sitting in a Car Land, it's Sarah here. Just before you watch the following video, I want to tell you a few things. The next video is about talking to your kids about porn and sexting. And I have answered the question because the parent who asked me the question wants to know what age we can start talking to our kids. Now the way I've approached this question is to talk about the earliest time we can talk to our kids about porn and sexting. Now that doesn't mean that you have to talk to your kid at the age I recommend. You need to take into account your own feelings of comfort. You need to take into account um, how your kids um, interact in the world, whether they have friends who have much older siblings or whether they are um, hanging around children who have greater access to unmonitored internet resources. So don't freak out when you hear me say the ages six to nine, okay? And this is why I'm giving you this little prelude because I know it's really easy to freak out. The reason why I talk to you about what the World Health Organization recommends is to enable you to have the information to make sound decisions about what's best for your kid. And the sexuality research says that when children have accurate information and adults that they can go to to talk about topics that are either concerning them or they have questions about, then they have an easier time going through life. They don't feel isolated. They don't feel alone. They're supported with accurate information to make decisions that are healthy for themselves and respectful of the people around them. So keep that in mind and enjoy the following episode. Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul, and I answer questions that parents have about sex, relationships, consent, and how to talk to our kids about that. We are all in the business of trying to raise confident and caring young people who respect themselves and the people around them. And the question for this week is, what age is it appropriate to talk about porn and sexting? Okay, so before we go any further with this question, which was what age is appropriate to talk about porn and sexting, let's be clear about one thing. This topic is one of those topics that it's really hard to talk about. People feel scared about it. Parents get emotional and upset if their, their kids have seen porn or looked up porn, whether that's the fact that they've been shown it by someone else or uh, they've looked for it themselves. So this is a sensitive topic. What I will say though, is I love the fact that this parent asked this question because this question says, what age is it appropriate to talk about porn and sexting? So this parent is going, I know I have to talk about this. Help me out here and let me know what age I should be doing this stuff with my kid. So here we go. The first thing I wanna say is, let's give this a bit of background. Kids will, mostly be curious about things to do with sex, bodies, relationships, genitals, reproduction, and puberty. All right. Most children will have some sort of curiosity around that, no matter what their age is. Whether they ask questions, though, about that is a whole nother thing. Some kids will ask questions. Some kids won't. That's fine. All kids are different. So, when kids ask questions, they show you they're seeking out information, but children who don't ask questions may still be seeking out information. So even if your kid does not ask you questions about anything to do with bodies and sex, you still need to be starting these conversations if that's possible for you. 
I know these conversations are not possible for everyone. I understand that you're not broken if you can't do them. It just means your body is protecting you from something that you have been taught is scary and wrong. You're okay. So even if your kid seems still innocent, naive and childlike, I have a lot of parents say, you know, those descriptions of their parents, of their children, these conversations are still going to be useful because what you're doing is you're creating a solid foundation for your child to start to grow into an adult. And you're also helping them discover that you are a person they can come to if they have questions or concerns about anything to do with sex. And things to do with sexting and porn are particularly important for young people to have a trusted adult to go to because particularly around sexting, things go wrong. That's just life. Things will go wrong in out in any adult's life but certainly in a young person growing into an adult there's lots of opportunities for things to go wrong and by wrong I mean situations that happen that make us feel upset or fearful or scared or alone or ashamed most parents I've met want to be there for their kid if something like that happens so first thing to say is the World Health Organization says that children from six years old to nine years old can be taught things about sex in the media okay so they use that phrase sex in the media they are not using pornography because we're thinking about this in a broad term right we see lots of sex in the media we can see like a picture of still advertisement of something like sunscreen for example and it can be sort of sexual Um, we can see things like maybe your child watches an episode of friends and there's a conversation about condoms or something like that there are lots of opportunities to see sex in the media or even to hear sex in the media say on a podcast or a youtube video someone might be talking about girlfriends and boyfriends it's all related to sex in the media so we're not just talking about our child seeing some sexual image online though certainly that's what most people mean when they are using the word porn. But remember, everyone's definition of porn is different. So what I think of as porn and what you think of as porn could be quite different. And even what your kid thinks porn is could be quite different. Obviously, when they know what porn is. Most of your kids, if they're six, won't know. And that's reasonable. Okay, so we're looking from six to nine, we can start having conversations about sex in the media. Now, what those might look like is what I just described there. Start pointing out things on buses. Look at that. You see that ad there? That's, um, you know, a body that doesn't have very much clothes on. The world we live in will often use bodies that don't have very much clothes on to try and get us to buy something. In that case, it might be sunscreen. In another case, it might be a holiday. In another case, it might be some sort of food or a car. So you're starting to show them already that in our media, sex or sexuality is used to try and get us to buy stuff. The next thing you can say is that people put things online, like on YouTube or on Instagram, that they are interested in, like maybe their pet or what they're building in Minecraft. Or let me look at my notes here. Uh, something to do with music they might be listening to or music that they're making and also people can put things online to do with their own bodies or their relationships that they're in so we're already starting to see that people put things they're interested in online and sometimes we can see them even if we're not looking for them so then 
The next point is, so we all have the right to not see something sexual. Okay, we have the right to choose whether we see sexual stuff online or not. The problem is that we might be going on YouTube or Instagram or we might even be in the playground and someone we know has a phone and they shove a phone in our face that has a particular image on it that we weren't ready to see. So you can talk about that with your kid, that we all have the right to only see what we want to see. But sometimes, you know, the world is one of those places where sometimes you come across things that you're not ready to. And that could be something to do with a body that is naked or two bodies that are naked or, you know, someone's a picture of someone's private parts or their genitals. If you feel comfortable, you can say penis or vulva, you know, so you're just highlighting that these things are out there. And when you've highlighted it, you may maybe even say, yeah, and you might have seen something like that already. Don't ask them specifically, just mention that maybe they have. And they might say to you, oh, no, I haven't yet, but someone was telling me or my friend was telling me or, you know, something like that. Okay. So we all have a right to be able to see only what we want, but sometimes things go wrong and we see images we don't necessarily want to see. We also have the right to um, only show parts of ourselves that we want to show. And so you can talk about, and this is in the case of sexting, sometimes we can trust someone enough to send them a photo of ourselves that might show part of our private parts. I mean, ideally it's not great to do that because um, once you put a photo out there in the world, anyone can see it. But now that everyone has a phone, people do that, particularly adults do that a lot with people they trust. And then what can happen is if there's a fight or something goes wrong or a phone gets lost, then someone else might find those photos and then they do whatever they like with them. And that's really hard because most of the time it's embarrassing for us if people see parts of our body that we think are private and we don't want to show anyone. Okay, so we're going to just be really sort of, sort of out there about this and just seeing sometimes this stuff happens. It's not great. Some people do it because they like to do it and they trust people, but things go wrong. Okay, so if we give our child a message that these things aren't good to do, then um, if something goes wrong when they have taken a sexy selfie or something like that, if we've already said, no, this is bad, you shouldn't be doing it, then they're less likely to come to us because they don't want to get in trouble. So you're trying to describe these things in neutral terms. Sometimes these things happen. Sometimes people do this stuff. Sometimes people see this stuff, um, but maybe they weren't ready to see it or they didn't want to see it or they didn't want to show people that thing. And so our feelings can be hurt or we can get upset or we can be, feel worried. When we feel worried, when we feel upset, that's a good time to come to a grown-up or someone we can trust to um, tell how we're feeling and to feel um, comforted and calm. So let's just refresh um, quickly what we've covered in this video. Kids are curious. Whether they ask questions or not um, is immaterial. They still need information to create a foundation for a healthy sexual development. The World Health Organization says we can talk about sex in the media from the age of six, uh, but that doesn't mean porn. What that means is any sort of sexy image we might see. And when we're talking about that with our kid, we can show them that sexy images are used to try and sell things, 
or to make us do things or to somehow sort of influence our behavior. You can also say that people post stuff online that they're interested in, like Minecraft, Thomas the Tank Engine, something to do with music that they make or they listen to. And that can also involve maybe something to do with their body. Um, they're interested in their body and so they might, might post a video or a photo of it online. And therefore then sometimes we come across it because either we might be looking for it because we're interested in bodies because bodies are interesting or we might come across it by mistake or someone else might show it to us even though we don't want to see it. So then you can talk about how we all have a right not to see something if we don't want to see it, but the world is in a perfect place. So sometimes our rights aren't upheld. And the final point is that we then need to go and find someone we trust who loves us and cares for us, cares for us so they can take care of us and help us feel safe. And that's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a parent's question about sex relationships and consent so we all can learn to raise confident and caring young people who respect themselves and the people around them. And we are learning to do that even if we feel anxious, awkward and a bit scared. Bye for now.